Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, episode nine with me, Hannah McIntyre. And yes, it's been less than 24 hours since my last podcast, but you know, while I've got time, I'm going to take it. It's so crazy at the moment. So apologies if you were hoping for a bit more of a break. (laughs) You're not getting it. Right, today I want to um, answer some listener questions and have a little chat with you all about crystals, which I'm going to start with first. Now, um, one of the things that I always think is really interesting about crystals is how much us humans like to barrier and boundary and restrict their usage. If, like me, you believe that crystals are a high vibrational energy source um, that can be used for, for spiritual development, healing, changing your frequency, changing the energy of a room, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then we have to kind of think of them in my mind, as something that is magical. 
And isn't it so typical of us humans that we get something that is given to us by the wonderful powers of mother nature and then we want to label it and restrict it. And so when I used to sell crystals, it was always a problem because I never seemed to be able to retain the information about what they were supposed to do. And after a while, I began to wonder if there was a reason why I just couldn't retain it. And I spoke to my spirit guides about it and they said, well, because actually we don't want you to work with crystals like that. And so I wanted to share that with you all. I think that crystals will help you with whatever you ask them to. And I think this prescriptive, this crystal is good for this, or this crystal is good for that, or this crystal is good for this, is a completely human construct. And I know that not everybody's going to like me saying that. As a little aside, I also don't think that you need to charge them. I think that they, um, unless they've had some sort of really traumatic experience, now don't get me wrong, if you've had somebody around who's in the throes of grief, who clings onto one of your crystals while sobbing, then that bad boy is going to need to go out and be charged under the full moon or in the sunshine and possibly smudged as well. But as a general rule, on day-to-day usage, I think um, crystals have their own charge, their own frequency. To me, they're like transmitters. They pull in energy um, for us to be able to absorb from them, but they also absorb energy from their counterparts, from the sunlight, from, you know, from when you are meditating and bringing in a beautiful energy, they will absorb that energy too. So to me, you know, People get really sort of human in their relationship with crystals. And I think we all need to just relax a little bit because I see so many people, you know, oh, I really want to expand my spiritual gifts, but I can't work with selenite or with clear quartz. I have to only work with labradorite because that opens my third eye. Who says? Where did that information come from? It came from another human being. And I believe that crystals are part of that wonderful universal energy of love. And therefore, they will help you with whatever you ask them to. So for me, when I was selling crystals, but also when I buy crystals for myself, I let them talk to me. I used to go into this amazing warehouse near us and, you know, it blows your mind. You go in there... (laughs) And you think, I've got a budget and I'm going to stick to it. And I even took my husband, who's a financial advisor, with me once. And you just go in there and you it's like being tripping the light fantastic because you lose all sense of time and space and you certainly can't stick to a budget because you have no idea, no idea what you've spent. I remember turning to him and going, well, how much have we spent? And he was like, oh, because which you're just completely blown away by the energy. And what I used to do was go in there and just in my head say, okay, um, I trust that you guys know who's going to be buying from me and who's going to be attracted to you. So if you want to come home with me, let me know. And you would literally feel some of the crystals like they were talking, going me, 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 me. And then some of them you'd pick them up and they'd be beautiful. And you'd be like, no, you're not meant to come home with me. So I think our relationship with crystals needs to be instinctive rather than prescriptive. 
And the other thing I will say is that actually, I believe crystals have personalities. And so different crystals will work with you at different times. And different crystals will want to help you and different crystals won't won't resonate with you. And we have to be respectful of that. And when you're getting into a space where you're prescribing them, um, we forget to ask their permission. So one of the things when I, you know, teach people how to use a pendulum is that every time you use it, you have to ask that crystal's permission if it wants to work with you today. And you know what? Sometimes they do blooming well say no, and you have to respect that. So I always think it's good to work with an open mind and open heart and open intention. So don't get caught up in the, I want to improve my spiritual journey, watch crystals are good for that, but just browse crystals and you can do it online. It doesn't have to be in person and just set your intention. Like when you're picking an oracle card that's laid out in front of you, that you will pick the right one for you, for everything that you need. And you can expect that relationship with that crystal to grow and change and shift as you grow and change and shift and your needs change. So that's how I think crystals work. We don't need to get caught up in an X plus Y equals Z scenario. We can just ask them. And you know, I've got so many crystals now because there were ones that came home with me that I knew that I could never sell. And when I work with them, I, you know, when I do crystal healing and get out my pyramid and do all that kind of healing work with people, I just say to them, right, who wants to work with the energy that's coming? And you'll just feel which ones are calling to you. And you can just trust that those crystals are the ones that are exactly right for that client and exactly right for the healing that they need. So I don't buy into any of the um, needing to, yeah, needing to prescribe. That's the best way I can describe it. I don't think that that's the way that we should work when we are working with something so magical and so clever and so powerful so I'd be interested to know your thoughts on that let me know your thoughts and some of you might need to chew it over and apologies for that but I can only speak the truth as I see it you know and I know in my own experience at different times I'm really drawn to different crystals and I have them with me and then all of a sudden I'll be like right you can go away now and somebody else something else will call so uh, that's the way it is with the exception of my crystal ball Morpheus who's Labradorite who is is like the big boy he's he's always in favor so uh, let's have a little look here I can honestly say when uh, Morpheus was delivered to me and that's a story I will tell you sometime I have no doubt it was like being handed a baby (laughs) it was so powerful and so magical and it was it was like he was coming home to me so right so so listener questions I've got a couple of questions from people that I want to answer today and first ones are from Bron um so Bron's question is I know we've all got our own spirit guides but do we share our guides with other people so does each guide just have one person on the earth plane or do they have more than one I think it depends Bron because um Let me try and find the words for this. Because there's no time or space in the spirit world, time is a human construct. I know I've mentioned that on this podcast before. Um, And it has layers, this point. So I'm not saying that I've told you this before. I just mean that I know I'm always banging on about it, partly because I'm still trying to process that knowing. Um, Of course, they have more than one human 
because we're all living our lives simultaneously and so they will be helping multiple people at once because time doesn't exist but equally they are still you you are still their sole focus at the same time and there's a little puff of smoke coming out of my brain and that's as far as I can go with that so I think um we do have our own spirit guides and but I also think that sometimes they change and people get really uh, grabby sometimes with spirit guides, which always causes me amusement. They get kind of that, like, well, they're my guide and they're with me now and they've got to stay with me. But I sometimes think that some of our guides are very much like your teachers at school. You know, as you progress and you change, a different guide will come in and that first guide that you had will go and work with somebody else. And they'll come back if you call them you know, the first guides I have had, they they come if I call them, but it's very much sort of like, you know, we're here because we love you, but you don't need us anymore. You've moved past us. So I call for them for that comfort and that connection because they were much more, much more human to me than the guides I'm working with at the moment. It's much more spirit based now. It sounds weird, but I know what I mean. Um, but they were, you know, they gave me that nurturing and that comfort so sometimes I call on them, especially Marani, the first guide I met. Sometimes I call on her purely just to feel her love, just so that I know that she still loves me. But she's not around. She's busy. She's off doing something else. But then simultaneously won't be off doing anything else because time doesn't exist. I know. I know. I can't get my head around it either. Don't worry. But that's so... I don't think we share guides in the sense that, you know, you won't be sharing it with your family. There's not one guide moving across people. I think there's hundreds of thousands of guides um, all working with all of our souls all the time. And, you know, I don't think they'll be with anyone you know, but they might be. Who am I to say? Uh, The spirit world know exactly who is right for whom. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, they, you know, they're completely dedicated and committed to you while they are working with you, no doubt. But equally, they can be completely committed to you and a hundred other people at the same time because there is no time. You're welcome. Uh, another question. This is a good one. I'm excited about this one. I understand that we've all chosen to come to Earth to live and learn as a human. So why do some come to be bad, rotten and evil? Why isn't every person good? Why do we have some horrible, nasty people? Why don't those spirit guides guide them on the right path? Right. I love this. Okay. So the overriding law of all human life is free will and choice. Okay. So we all have uh, the ability to choose for ourselves what we want. And that's the first thing I want to say. So no spirit guide can stop anybody from doing anything because we are here to to take ownership for our own soul's growth and our own soul's learning. So um, they can't stop you from doing horrible things. They can encourage you not to, but the choice is always yours. And on a smaller scale, I'm sure you will have experienced in your life, you know, that I know I shouldn't do this. I know I shouldn't do this. I know I shouldn't do this, but I've done it anyway. And then it blows up in your face and you go, I knew I shouldn't have done that. You know, spirit guides talk to us through how we feel, our instincts. So they will encourage you to not do things that isn't right for you on whatever scale. And it's up to you whether you listen to that 
or not. So spirit guides can um, encourage you. They can help to try and heal you and love you, but they can't do it for you and they can't stop you from making bad choices. And as to why some become bad, rotten and evil, I think there's a mix of things at play here. And, you know, sometimes when I'm lying in bed at night trying to sleep and my brain is whirring around, I just think sometimes, I know this sounds nuts, but I'm so glad that I am not God because I don't know if I could make all the choices and make all the decisions, even if you knew it was important for somebody that that God and and the spirit world have to, to make and see. So we come here to live a life, to learn for our soul's growth. That is my understanding. And there are certain things in that life that we will experience for our soul's growth. So some people will be born to very unloving, uncaring parents, um, abusive, abusive parents and things like that. And their soul will have chosen that for what it will teach them. And of course, within that, they then have a choice whether they perpetuate that again or whether they decide to heal from it and rise through it. And that is their choice. And so I think that the spirit world is always love, always. And I have to be honest here. And, you know, not everyone's going to like me saying this, but some of the people. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. People that do really horrible, terrible things, I think, what must it be like when they die and they go to the same place that we all go to and they have to face the decisions that they made and the choices that they made in a space of complete unconditional love. I can almost feel the souls weeping at some of the things that people decide to do here. So... Um, I don't know why some become pe- people become bad, rotten and evil. I think it's a very difficult time to be a human on earth. Um, you know, it's we've progressed lots, but we haven't progressed as much as we probably should have, the human race. People are intrinsically, I think, more selfish than they've ever been. And you notice it in just general things that, you know, you all know that I'm a runner, 
The number of people that blast past me on country lanes doing 50, 60 miles an hour, even though I'm on a road with no pavements because they think they're more important than me, I don't know. They're in a rush, they haven't even thought about me, they don't even see me, they're in a bubble. You know, I'm so sick of getting gravel flicked into my eyes by people who can't just slow down a little bit. But that is, you know, the energy that most people are in. And, you know, sometimes that rises in me too. I can't tell you I'm perfect. We're all a work in progress. And on a greater scale, I think, you know, people are disillusioned, people are disconnected, um, people are misled, people are angry. And I feel for them. I feel for them that they slip through the nets. I feel for them that we couldn't help them. I feel for them that they're gonna have to go to the spirit world and face the deeds that they did, but I can't tell you why. Um, I don't believe that it's all planned. Um, I don't believe that, you know, some people come here to be horrible. I do think that some people do play the bad guy. They come here to play the bad guy for what it teaches the rest of us. You know, sometimes you need somebody to be unkind or downright horrible so that you rise, so that you learn. Um, So sometimes people play those kind of roles. Um, Their souls agree to come here to be um, bad or evil or horrible so that they can teach the rest of us the right way to be. And as for the others, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just try, I don't always manage it, to just stick with the unconditional love. (laughs) So, uh, and that's not always easy, and that's fine if you can't, because some people do acts that are completely unlovable. It's just trying your best within that. So, uh, you know, I can't give you a precise exact answer on that, but that's my take on it. I hope that makes sense, Braun. If it doesn't, message me again. Ask me again and I will attempt again to answer you. Okay, so I've got another um, email here from Nelly. So I'm glad that you're enjoying the podcast and um, I'm, you know, well done on starting your healing journey, Nelly. It's so important and, you know, and such a, a lifetime's work. Okay, two questions from Nelly. How do you know if you need spiritual help or you could benefit from going to a psychologist? Okay i.e. the feeling of feeling lost comes from trauma from past lives and even from feeling like I'm not from earth. On the other hand, I have abandonment wounds and I do not know unconditional love. This could do with some standard therapy, right? So where to go, what to do, where to start? Now, I love this question, Nelly, because I think they go hand in hand and I wouldn't tell you to do one and not t'other. So... One of the things that I think is really, really important is when people start a spiritual journey, we always, me included, we always think about uh, the spirit world outside of us. We always think about that connection to that higher power, that energy, that knowing. And then we get to this point where it's inner work, inner work, inner work, inner work, inner work. And we are like, what the hell? But we need to do both. So, you know, at the moment, I'm seeing a counsellor and a homeopath to deal with some of the stuff that 
I've tried to heal out myself and I just feel like I need to talk it through with somebody and work it through with somebody and do some practical human um, actions to change things for me. So I think that we can all benefit from both. I do believe, um, and Crystal's the expert on past lives here, but what I will say is I do believe that we repeat patterns in our lives so that we can learn and grow from from them. So echoes from past lives will be repeated in this life. And again, going back to what I was previously saying to Bron, you have choices in how you deal with things. So actually, part of what I would say to you, Nelly, is does it matter whether it's a past life issue or a current life issue, it's just an issue that needs to be dealt with. And, you know, one of the things that my guide said to me, and I'll never forget it, is you have a choice, Hannah, you can deal with it this lifetime, or you can come back and deal with it on the next one. And I was like, excuse my language, fuck this shit. There is no way I'm going through this again. I will deal with it now. Thank you very much. So, I always like to roll my sleeves up and try and get things uh, dealt with and done in this lifetime, just because I'd like an easier time next lifetime, please, please. So, um, yeah, I feel like they go hand in hand. And it's not really about the root of it always, but sometimes it's actually about dealing with it and putting it to bed and healing from it and processing it. So I think... um, they do go hand in hand and I I think, you know, we often forget about our human, our physical self, um, but actually we are a soul in a human physical body and we do need to um, heal that as well and, and deal, with the, deal with the human stuff and our fear and our egos and our doubts and my God, if I could just stop holding myself back, everything would be so different. But that's been coming up for me for, you know, years and years and years, still working through it. So it's brilliant, I want to say, Nelly, that you understand that you need to deal with these things because so many people are in victim mode and just won't even face up to what they've experienced and and push it away. You know, so congratulations to you on that. Um, But I would do it hand in hand. I wouldn't choose one or the other. You can start your own personal healing journey on your energy and spiritual healing but simultaneously work with a counsellor or a therapist or whatever works for you um, to talk things through and there's a massive I mean one of the things that I've learned with my counsellor is there's a massive shift that happens just from having somebody hear you hear what you went through and and validate how you felt in that moment because I think we find that really hard for ourselves. We try and quantify things and understand things, but actually there's so much to be said by somebody just going, well, that was really unfair, wasn't it? And you go, well, yes, it was. And for me, that's been one of the the major healing points for me is um, my lady saying that to me, just that wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. And me going, no, it wasn't, has brought me a, a freedom and enabled me to deal with things. So... I would do both. Okay. If you believe in karma, like me, and you believe that you shouldn't take things personally, that everyone here is on a personal journey, that you made soul contracts to help each other grow, also through pain, which is funny because that ties in with what I was just talking about with Bron. How do you set and keep boundaries in this human lifetime? Okay. 
And you go on to say, I'm a very big internalizer because I take things on, digest it through inner work, and then hardly ever tell the other person something, how something made me feel. This makes me feel like I let people walk all over me and it's sometimes just too much for me to take on. How do you know when to speak up, set boundaries or not take things personally when the other person is on his own physical journey and will realise what he did when his physical form dies or even this is our soul contract? Okay, well, for some reason I want to start this the answer to this by talking about, I want to say that it's okay to be angry. And, you know, you see so many spiritual people going, oh, we must let in the light and let the negative feelings go away. And wouldn't that be lovely if we could? But the fact of the matter is, we are spirit in human form. We are having a human experience. And so therefore, sometimes you will be freaking fed up with people. And to me, it's moot again, Nelly, whether they are... (laughs) having a soul contract whether they're expressing their own soul's pain whether they're supposed to be teaching me a lesson or not um you know I have no problem now with allowing uh the dragon to appear and to put in a boundary with people ever since I did some work with my guides where they were like what if you start trying to accept that your anger is good and serves a purpose so I feel like I just want to put that out there first you know um I do believe that we are here to um, have to have experiences from certain people, yes. But in my personal experience, on my personal journey, the majority of the time I have been um, allowing people to treat me in a way that I knew wasn't right. And then when the shit hits the fan and it all goes wrong, I'm there going, I knew that this wasn't going to work. I knew that I should have said no to that. I knew that this isn't how I wanted it to be. And this is what I allowed. And for me, most of the time, most of my lessons come back to this is what I allowed. So what if part of your soul contract is actually prioritizing yourself enough to put boundaries in? And I think that that's, you know, really, really important. The spirit world are really clever. They're so clever and so powerful. They will, if you put boundaries in and say no to people and that you don't want to be treated like that and fire their crap back to them, then you will be taught what you need to be taught in other ways. But there is no problem with saying no, um, being annoyed, uh, being angry if you need to be, because, you know, what greater energy for drawing a line in the sand? So I would love to tell you that I've got this all sorted out and I always express how I feel to people. I too am really bad at it. I too don't um, share what I should share with people when it happens. Um, I'm really bad at internalising everything. But I am getting better at it. I'm a work in progress. And I am getting better at saying, no, that doesn't work for me. And being okay with that, being okay with that. I did a quote on um, Instagram the other day, which was, it's okay uh, to not be liked by everybody. You don't even like everybody. And I feel like that's something that I've really had to come here to learn because I am such a people pleaser. And that people pleasing sometimes results in me allowing people to treat me in a way that is underhand or not, um, not the way that it should be because I want them to like me even though a part of me is crushed that they would treat me like that and so on and so forth. So um, I, 
do think you should take things personally. I do agree that everyone's on a personal journey. I do agree that we have soul contracts to help each other grow. But I do think that part of this journey is personal. And if somebody is treating you abominably, then bin that bugger off. Push them out your energy, put in some boundaries, cut those ties, say no, have some freedom from it. You know, your job is not to teach other people. The spirit world will teach them. Your job is to be the teacher of yourself. And that can come from saying no and putting in boundaries and barriers. So, um, you know, the rest of it, I pass over to the spirit world. Like I said, I'm glad that they have to organize it and it's not us. But I don't get involved in um, feeling that I'm the one that needs to behave a certain way because I'm the human, so I can behave how I want to. (laughs) That's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. If I ever come back as a spirit guide, then I'll be all like, you know, this isn't personal. They're on a journey. This is the soul contract, light and love. But while you're in human, by the way, that's not how my spirit guides talk. They'll be really annoyed with me that I did that voice. Um, But, you know, while you're here being human, put in the boundaries, do what you need to do. Um, Yeah, get angry, get, say no, push people's crud back to them. At one point, my spirit guides were playing the sound of a ping pong ball to me every time someone came to me with their crap to try and get me out of the habit of trying to fix everything for everybody else. And I would literally hear a ping pong and I knew it was time to like bat their crap back to them. You know, so don't think that the whole of the journey is, you know, all about helping other people to grow. Sometimes it's about empowering them to grow by refusing to do it for them or putting in a boundary or saying no. So I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense. Well, there we go. I've been yabbing away again for ages. It's another podcast done just like that. Um, Don't forget, if you've got a question, you can email me at podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. That's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. I love to hear from you guys. Um, Even though I've got a list of things to work through, I always think your questions are way more interesting than stuff I would have thought of. And just let me know your thoughts. Uh, Let me know what you think about everything we've said today. Take care, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.